The following podcast is another pop. It's another podcast we did. Uh, it's called Episode Two. I uh, love you. It's I one one you. in the six. Mm-hmm. As we swing out to play in the bay. Can the team named after the Jeff Goldblum movie recover in time? During game two, they were playing defense like a 16-year-old girl backstage at a Drake concert, meaning not good enough. And will the injury-prone Warriors have enough players to even field a team around Steph Curry? Or will they leave him all alone out there like Drake's kid? All that and more answered today on this episode of Pulling the Chairs with Duncan Keys. I'm Dunk, he's Keys. Say hello, Keys. Hey everybody, welcome back. And we got uh, one of the smartest guys, one of the biggest insiders in basketball here today, and we're ready to go over all things NBA Finals today. We are joined by, thank you so much for coming, uh, Gundren Rockseeker. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me today. Uh, so I've got a lot, of, a lot of things to talk about. A lot of sources have been telling me some unbelievable things about the league, and I'm just really excited to share, uh, share them with you all today. Uh, y'all can follow me at, at the TheRockSeeker uh, on uh, Twitter if you want to do that. Well, a lot of sources, Tom. I mean, that's kind of your specialty. Where from? You know, where are sources from? A source, yeah, where are these a, sources? A source can some be, for the rest of us. A source can be anywhere. You know, you walk down the street, and a guy walks up to you and tells you that something, he's a source, and you, you tweet it, and then that's it. That's what sources Gun- are. Gun- I'd say you're like a sorcerer, almost. <laughs> well, um, Come on, Dunk. I don't know what that is, a sorcerer. Yeah, that's... that's. Uh, it's like a wizard. You know the wizard. wizards? No, they play in Washington. I think he's yeah. talking about uh, uh, the tattoo on, um, on um, Tim Duncan. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that makes sense. The guy with yeah. the big hat, uh, Gandalf or whatever. Yeah. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Anyway, enough of this nerd shit. Let's keep it refocused, all right? You know, we're back. It's been a long time. Keep it clean, Dunk. We're we're not serious here. We're not serious XM here. (laughs) Uh, You know, been working a little blue the last couple years, but I understand it's been about two years since we last had an episode of Pulling the Chair. And uh, uh, fortunately, uh, Fox Sports was able to bring us back. Thank God. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, the reason we're back is our good friend and colleague, Skip Bayless, uh, he is out right now and will not be doing mm. his show. I believe that was a poop disease. You told me, Burton. Poop. Di- he's out with that uh, the old classic poop disease. Now you know. I talked to him earlier on the phone. I wished him well and I said, "Hey, Skip, looks like you might be joining the Warriors yourself, huh?" Uh, sources told me as of five minutes ago that Skip Bayless is dead. Um, oh my god. god! From the literally, poop disease they found they found another. they found brain matter in his stool. And he he shat his brains out. He is dead. Oh my god! Uh, that's not good news to hear. Let's you know what? It's like they're gonna offer you R. a contract, R. Dunk. <laughs> we're gonna R. we're gonna fl- an all time great. Maybe we should have a moment of silence for Skip Bayless. Uh, yeah, we'll do it after. Yeah, we'll do it after. We got some stuff to do. We got do. a lot. We got, to cover. A lot we got a lot to go over. NBA I like your. I like your. Stop for anybody. Well, I like your lack of respect. Do. I like your lack Listen, of respect. The game of basketball take... doesn't really slow down. It's always going. That's what we're going to do. I'm going to take my framed jersey from my playing days, and I'm going to take it here, and I'm going to lower it down halfway out of respect, as if it were perhaps the American flag or something like that. Uh, anyway, much love out to Skip Bayless. Um, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be rough replacing you. Um, poop disease is a horrible thing. But, you know, we got basketball mm-hmm. to watch, so, you know. 
what would Skip, Skip would want us to continue on, you know? Yeah. Skip Absolutely. would want us to give what the fans want. And what the fans Absolutely. want is a second episode of an obscure podcast that no one ever listened to. That's right. That's uh, right. I Pulling mean, the chair with Duncan Keys. First time, but I mean, we're kind of in the... You know the spotlight here now. We're in Skip's place, and uh, we get the seven p.m. Slot. slot on Wednesday. It's a good slot, right? When we everybody have... coming home from work should be talking to their kids, but they're not. They're watching us tell you that Skip Bayless died from a poop disease. Right, he had brain matter in his poop, and he died. And uh, Gundren told us that. That's why he's got the little black earpiece in his ear at all times. Like the sources are constantly. Agent. They're like little birds. They're just talking to me at all times. You know. And, and I see you on the phone there, and I'm guessing we're going to have even more stuff coming in Gundren from you later. Gundren kind of has this Max, he remind me of Max, Max Kellerman. You got the sunglasses indoors thing going. Like, why, 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 are, you wearing those, why are you wearing those sunglasses? Yeah, it Gundren. looks like you just dipped your head in the sink as well. Well, you know, I've got these sunglasses on due to the massive amounts of cocaine that I need to survive due to a, a heart disease. Let me see um, those pupils real quick. All right, let me pop these bad boys oh, off. Oh, my God, it's all pupil. I'm good. They're just a, it's just a black eyeball. It's, it's just a pupil. black. You were a little kidding. bit of a cow, like a cow's eye. Very no. yeah. very strange. You I know, dip my head in the sink because of my Italian heritage. Although I'm also half dwarvish, uh, hence the three foot long beard and my four foot tall stature. Yeah, you look. Well, your like, suits are incredible. Don't look at this. I know this it's Versace or my where? Oh my god! It's just uh, this so is a hundred percent Australian well. emu. Hundred percent like, emu. You know, back in my playing days, I might have cut a figure like that. Got a little sloppy around here, late, uh, you know, lately, Gundren. But you're making me feel bad with you. Yeah, that Gundren, you must be the gym like ten hours a day. You got the Scalabrini build. And, and I've it, never been to a gym in my life, but thank you. <laughs> oh. Not bad. This is all natural Italian dwarf right here. Yeah, I'm on the Charles Barkley diet right now. Where oh, uh, so you're eating nothing but pork 100 percent of the time. I'm eating nothing but pork. I got the barrels delivered to my house, and uh, you know. He says it's um Gundren here, it looks like Jay Glazer juiced. <laughs> That's <laughs> wonderful. And, and Burton, how you doing? You're not in too bad shape yourself. Uh you kinda uh, you know little sallow marathons little, little, past uh, couple years. You know, you can see really kinda, see those cheekbones. Kinda has the uh the whole just white rider body where you you just really skinny. But you're also somehow fat at the same time. You're really just it's kind a, of an incredible. Enigma. It's a little incredible water, how little water belly just, popping out of that a, oversized cardigan you're wearing. I mean, it was still in a just a you're wearing a was that a small you're wearing too? Is hangs that a off small? Like he's a like he's a coat rack. Really? I mean, thirty-seven I mean, years old now. I mean, it's put a little bit on, but it's fine. Is that some peach fuzz I see you got going on there? It's looking good. <laughs> all right, all right. Why don't we get to basketball? This is what the people came here to listen yeah, to. You're right, you're right. You're right. We got a, quite a doozy that's been happening these last two games. Woo! I mean, 1-1. One, one. We're all tied up, right? And we're Who saw it coming? Warriors, who saw Warriors it coming? and Raptors. Warriors who, and Raptors. Who saw folks. it coming? No one. No one saw it coming. No one saw this, this matchup coming in 100 years. No one thought no one. the Raptors would be a team next year, but it looks like they might be. I didn't know they were a team until they were in the finals, and then my sources <laughs> told me they were. <laughs> a lot of people don't understand because they think about where's Toronto. And the thing I always about thought Toronto those, is that it's in Canada. I always thought those Barney. Country. I thought those Barney jerseys were just a sick joke of some kind. Someone's just fucking with me. 
Uh, well, the, but there's some real... interesting trivia about the Toronto Raptors. Dunk, why don't you tell us about that? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I kind of talked about this a little bit. Um, you know, the league was really struggling at the time and, and wanted to expand into Canada, and they had two teams slotted. The early 90s, the basketball wasn't hot at all. You know, well, in I mean, order to fund... No one wanted to watch basketball in the early 90s. The early Everyone hated the, the basketball in the 90s because there was a, <laughs> there was a couple teams that were just winning too much. You know? Everybody was, everybody was much. watching it and was just like, these guys are jumping too high. Right. You know, they get some, mad at that. Turn off the guy, TV. Some guy in Chicago just was ruining it for everybody. No one was having fun. No one liked it. You know, I say it's because that, that's right, uh, right, uh, right after when I retired. So that's why I'm saying people stop watching because they oh, stop. That guy, how many guys did that guy prevent from winning a championship? You know, all those people probably killed themselves. I mean, <laughs> even though he's the greatest, I mean, you know, there's a lot of blood in his there's hands. Another half to it. There there's is no to doubt it. to that, but. Uh, yeah, uh, well, don't, the story don't, of play? the uh, Toronto Raptors. For? Did you ever? Uh, did you ever have to go up against uh, the goat? Well, I was kind. I was kind of a journeyman. I never really had to go toe to toe with uh, Michael himself. Um, I made a brief incursion back into the league in like '96 when he was playing, or '97 when he started playing baseball. Because I was just kind of intimidated. I'm like, now's my shot to get back in. But so, you know, a lot of GMs weren't willing to kind of go in on a guy. That's six foot seven and three hundred and thirty pounds and shoots forty percent from the free throw line. I always thought it was amazing that you were a rookie at the age of thirty six, um, and you stayed in the league until you were forty seven. I don't know how you did that. Well, I wanted to be Olympics eligible, so I was holding back till they changed the rule. <laughs> but uh, here's the story, real quick, and I know that uh, Bert alluded to this of the how the Toronto Raptors formed. Um, the NBA was broke and needed some money, so they hooked up with uh, an ex-player that used to be in the league, six foot nine writer Michael Crichton, the uh, writer of a book entitled Jurassic Park. And they're like, "Look, we'll do a cross promotion. You were an All Star three times. You know, won a championship with the Celtics. Now you're a writer, and that's great. Maybe we can both make a little money here." And they made the movie Jurassic Park, and it was such a huge hit that in honor of Jurassic Park, they decided to name the entire basketball team in Toronto the Raptors. The Vancouver Grizzlies, coincidentally, were also named after the same movie, but they cut the scene with the bears that were made. So no bears. I think a a little bit more of an underrated uh, book and film by Michael Crichton was uh, Sphere, which was actually inspired by basketball. Well, this is the shape so of the a ball. basketball. These yeah. Canadian teams, though, they were all getting named after movies at the time, and the one that really didn't work out was the Calgary Forest Gumps. Yeah, they just they just decided, you know what? It's just right. it just doesn't work out. Uh, Forest Gump can run real fast, but goddamn, that guy was his basketball was IQ player. was well, his basketball well, they, IQ wasn't very high. Let's say that you also had you had the uh, you had the uh, the Winnipeg Dennis the Menaces and those guys <laughs> that was a good team. Well, part but the, of that the was money just wasn't there. The Montreal was Vanilla Skies didn't really it was work the, uh, out either. Yeah, it was two thousand one, so the uniform violation enough. with the Dennis the Menaces where they they all had slingshots in their back pocket. That's what shot that team down. You just can't do. Well, that their fans. Really, the you know, interesting thing about the, the fans. Respect. 
the fans would intimidate uh, opposing teams. They'd all dress up as Christopher Lloyd, the kidnapper from Dennis the Menace, a really creepy guy with the, the scarlet haircut, and he's just eating an apple with a knife. And all the fans would be eating apples with knives, dressed in dirty, raggedy clothes, like a dirty, homeless kidnapper from Dennis the Menace. And they the sold a lot was, of chiclets in that stadium. A lot of chiclets. And they'd pelt it the wasn't enemy, a good the, look. Uh, well, I don't want to say enemy, the opposing team with them. And, uh, yeah, like I said, the money just wasn't there. So, Fast forward 10 years, we got the Raptors, and that's it. And now they're in the finals, baby. And they took the first game. Let's talk a little bit about this first game that we had. That was a doozy. Uh, was it ever? I was glued to my seat that whole game. Literally, but that's a whole different thing with my family that I don't want to get into. But the defense of the Raptors in Game 1, holy smokes. Uh, uh, what was you guys' impression of Game 1? I got one one name for you. Pascal Sonic the Hedgehog Siakam. Now, sources have told me that this man literally has hedgehog blood, DNA, bred into him. Hence why he could do the uh, figure eight running uh, motion and then get into a ball and spin up and charge all the way down the court. Um, I think that's what did it. 32 points speaks for themselves, you know? He, he had a great game. He went off. He can shoot. He's athletic. A lot of people wrote this kid off saying that, you know, you know, he's just going to be a big, fast, strong guy, and we cannot teach him how to do a layup. The idea that we could ever teach anyone how to do a single post move, well, I don't know how we could do that. But he figured it out. He cracked the rocket science that is doing a single leg sweep in the low post and ball faking and then going up. You can't blame people for seeing this guy who's, you know, six foot eight, can jump through a roof, and is about, can run about 100 miles per hour. They just... They knew he wasn't going to be good just yeah, based on those they, they things wrote, right there. They wrote this freak of nature said, off saying he'll have no career, <laughs> even though he can bench press 400 pounds. Uh, he has to dunk the ball lighter than he wants to or else he's going to break the rim. Right. This guy, they're like, he'll never play basketball in the modern NBA. And to How, everyone's he, surprise, he did, he did pretty good. He did pretty good. Did pretty good. The local boy done good. Right, the local boy from Cameroon... Africa yeah. did yeah. good. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, Raptors, everybody kind of had a good game, game one. Uh, Mark Gasol, he tightened in those Frankenstein bolts in his neck, and they churned them full of electricity, and he was splashing threes, looking like that one robot the Japanese made to hit baskets. He was just there shooting it off in a lurching motion. That made Nikola Jokic look like Reggie Miller. No, I say good for Mark. He had a good game, but honestly, I don't think he measures up to his more handsome brother, Paul. Oh, yeah, Paul, Paul Gasol. Yeah, um, Paul Gasol is you know, uh, the only man that's over seven feet tall that cannot grow a beard. <laughs> He he tries though. You got to give him effort for trying. Just like, I like our to think boy. About, uh, but like, think about this. As, as well as Mark played. Imagine if that was his brother Paul in the in the you know in the paint. Imagine that. Well, I, I don't. Which is relevant to what we're talking about. Mark's a former Defensive Player of the Year man, and he was there. He was switching. 
His legs were stomping all around like he had cement blocks on. Which Just, he did. He, he did. forgot to take them off before the game. He normally trains with them on, but he, he forgot to take them off, and he made some, some serious, serious dents in the floor. Yeah, but that can be fixed. You keep that playing a little fixed. bit like that, and he won't be just hitting threes. He'll be hitting fours. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> you know, the Harlem Globetrotters do that now. Really? Like, yeah, because, you know, the score matters Always so much my favorite team. Harlem Always been my all-time game. favorite team, Mr. Harlem Globetrotters. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was I grew up being a big Washington Generals fan because I grew up in Washington. Ooh, that's hard. Know? That's hard. Yeah, I grew you up know? dead. It's just, it's going to be all year soon. You know, I'm really yep. counting on it. one day. You man. know, you got you got Browns fans, you got Blues fans, you got Cubs fans, but nothing compares to the Washington Generals fans of what they've Ugh. been through. You know, I honestly forgot they even existed. When it, uh, there's so are few they still fans a team? They're not a you, team now, right? There's there's so few fans that if you wear a Washington Generals jersey, people just assume you're on the team without asking you any questions. It's it's well, not good. They haven't had an actual. Uh, team or roster for a long time. It just so happens that often enough to the Harlem Globetrotter games, five to ten fans of the Washington Generals show up and they said, "Hey, yeah, it's your turn. Hey, get you out like there, getting... buddy." Well, <laughs> I tell you one thing. I think they're just keeping the team around, even though they don't even play. They're just keeping that team around to to collect the social security checks. <laughs> yeah. <that's... laughs> they go around to the local YMCA. They find the five sweatiest guys they can find playing Zach Randolph-style basketball, and they say, Hi, hey, do you like other men's shoulder, uh, nuts being on your shoulder? And do you think that can happen about 50 times a game? We'll give you $20 and some stadium nachos. But, you know, I'm hoping we get the number one pick um, next oh, year. Oh, Zion, Zion to the Washington Generals. That's <laughs> yeah, happening. I mean, I'm really hoping... I know he doesn't want to play for the Pelicans, so maybe they can make a deal to the Generals. I'm praying, Zion, if you're listening, please. Well, there's, there's, there's actually, if you guys have been watching, Tim Duncan has gone back to school, and there's rumors that he may be in the draft. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, second time. Tim Duncan again. He's re-entering the league. Mm-hmm. His eligibility came back because he went back to college. It's a lot cool. of guys, I think, are going to be doing that. You yeah. know. A lot of guys can come back. They go to school. They go through the whole system. I mean, right. why not? They just Tim Duncan as a college freshman right now in orientation. Yeah, <laughs> try it. Leave his door now, sources, open. Sources so tell me. Sources tell him he's, he's rushing right now and he's trying to find a fraternity. <laughs> but you know they're really laying into the guy. They are not taking it easy on this D and D nerd. You know what I mean? Well, Tim Duncan said that eight. he doesn't really. He said he doesn't really know what he wants to do yet. He was uh, he's undeclared. A, a psychology right now, yeah. degree. <laughs> said maybe philosophy, but you know what? I say, do what you want. You'll always be a champion. You know, sources are telling me that he got an N sixty four for his dorm room, and he's hoping that maybe some people come over and hang out later. S- sources but, you know, tell me that he sits there with his dorm room open, blasting the sweater song by Weezer, playing Mario Kart sixty four, <laughs> hoping that someone comes in. <laughs> oh man! Uh, every single time somebody walks by his door, Tim Duncan cranes his neck out and says, "You eat yet?" <laughs> well, the well, I mean, you know the RA in his dorm, right? Steve Nash. <laughs> oh, the, oh. Steve, what a real stickler he is as an RA, though. Eh, Duncan said he's all right. 
He doesn't like the pot. He doesn't like you people know, smoking the, pot in their dorm. The amount of MVP awards on that floor, though, is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, four it's, MVP it's one awards. Of the, one of the most decorated freshman classes ever at Arizona State. Chauncey Billups <laughs> talked about uh, applying, even though right. he's a you know he's a commentator on the on our network, and uh, I told him you know go for it. Yeah, he said he he's he he doesn't want to. Chauncey is hesitant to go to college just because he's getting really close with his girlfriend here, and it would kind of be lights out on that relationship if he moved to Arizona State. <laughs>